This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Grace and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. I really hope all the mothers had a lovely uh, Mother's Day um, Sunday. And we have many issues to get to on this Monday morning. The First one, and by the way, folks, we'll be taking your telephone calls. I've got a number of stories, a number of concerns on my mind, and we'll be taking your telephone calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So many issues to get to. And the first one we discussed a, a little bit on Friday, and it's dead wrong dead wrong to do so in this regard. If you want to protest the possible overturning of Roe v. Wade, that's fine. That's fine. I'm stating that as someone that is pro-choice. But don't do it at the homes of Supreme Court judges. And that is exactly what happened. Pro-choice activists protested Saturday evening outside the homes of Supreme Court Justices Brett Kavanaugh and John Roberts. Days after the unprecedented leak of the draft opinion revealed the country's highest court overturned Roe v. Wade. It's just not the nice thing to do. I'm not naive. I understand modern-day politics. But let's leave the protesting at their place of work, the Supreme Court. If you protest at the Supreme Court, knock yourself out. Do it 24 hours a day. But to make it this personal and go to the homes of Supreme Court justices, it's just not the right thing to do. And so I'll also give you uh, my two cents on this Ed Koch story in the New York Times, page one, Sunday edition, above the fold, in terms of, uh, this, this. I think the headline was The Secrets of Ed Koch, discussing uh, whether or not he was gay. And uh, I, I think when it comes to journalists, um I've had the longest relationship with Ed Koch, professional relationship, 
of any journalist that's out there and off the, the my recent memory. And we never once discussed his sexual orientation. I'm talking about private conversations that I had with the mayor of New York. I'm talking about uh, times when, when he had me over to his residence. And I'm talking about times when we were uh, together for about 10 years on New York One hosting uh, the wise guys. Now, there are certain uh, things that I would never comment about publicly uh, as it relates to the former mayor because he was a good friend of mine. And I could depend on him. I could depend on Ed Koch in good or bad. That's the type of guy that Ed Koch was. And so we're taking your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And I want you to hear a little bit of how the protest, before I get to the other stories, of how the protest sounded outside Justice Kavanaugh's home. And so imagine that on Saturday evening, uh, you're at home, you're with your family, you may be with your children, and for you and your neighbors, that's what you had to deal with. One of the protesters um, had this to say such a high stakes situation that if you know it's a little bit noisy in the neighborhood um you know in comparison to what women in this country are facing like it's really not a big deal not a big deal i i agree that roe v wade is a very important decision and um again i'm pro-choice but If you listen carefully to what the woman just said, yes, it'll be loud. Yes, it's at the justices' homes, but it's justified. I don't think it's justified. Second story we are dealing with this morning, no matter what you think of the current administration in Washington, give First Lady Jill Biden credit for visiting Ukraine. The First Lady spent a part of Mother's Day making an unannounced uh, visit to Ukraine and a small city in the far southwestern corner of uh, Ukraine, a country that for the last 10 weeks has been under invasion by Russia. Now, the meeting occurred between the First Lady of the United States and the First Lady of Ukraine at a converted school that now serves as a temporary housing uh, facility for displaced uh, citizens. And um, the First Lady of America met with the First Lady of Ukraine, who has not been in public since the start of the war on February 24th. And here's what First Lady Jill Biden, Jill Biden, that is, had to say that this war has to stop and this war has been brutal and that 
people of the United States stand with the people of Ukraine. You feel it. <laughs> and the people of the United States do stand with the people of Ukraine. And I think the next step is President Biden. I understand all the security risk, but President Biden should make the trip himself. Another story that I'm dealing with this morning, and I really, I really want your help on this one because I'm conflicted every time you and I discuss COVID. So Governor Hochul, the governor of New York State, Kathy Hochul, has announced that she has uh, COVID-19. She's not experiencing uh, symptoms, according to the governor, but she is going to um, isolate and so on and and, um, and work out of, I, I guess, the governor's mansion uh, for the next couple of days. So what, what, what I want to talk to you folks about is a flashpoint of where you think we stand right now with COVID. I'm not trying to minimize COVID because people are still dying, but is this something, and these are the thoughts that just cross my mind. Is this something that's going to amount to, and I'm not trying to minimize this folks to almost like having the cold and we hope and pray that, you know, that it doesn't get much more severe on an individual basis. Is this something that all Americans are going to have to deal with? That is the question. And so every time something comes up as it relates to COVID, I'm very much on the fence and don't really know and I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed to uh, admit it on the radio, and really don't know how to react to this situation. But again, Governor Hochul, the governor of New York State, has announced that she has uh, COVID nineteen. Another story I'm taking a look at is one that happened um, out of Boston. So I picked up the Boston Globe, looking online. And it's about being priced out. It's about being priced out in the city of Boston, right? And in particular, as it relates in this uh, one scenario for African-Americans, right? So in places like they're being priced out of, of places like Hyde Park, Dorchester, Roxbury, and other communities, places that they grew up in. And so I'm trying to figure out that solution as it relates to housing in Boston. Now, a lot of people are being priced out, but I'm talking about in particular, or at least the article was talking about African-Americans being priced out of the community where they grew up at. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Another story that I am following uh, this morning relates to one of the hosts here on WABC, and that is former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. And Rudy Giuliani 
says, and I'm quoting here, I want to make sure I got this right, <laughs> that the current mayor, Eric Adams, hasn't done a damn thing to solve crime. That's one of the uh, lead stories this morning in the New York Post. But first, we're going to get to some of your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Eileen and in Piedmont in Rockland County. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Eileen. Are you with me? Uh, are you with me? Yes, I'm Okay, with- go right ahead. Dominic, I'm sorry I'm going off topic, but God forbid if Donald Trump does not run in 2024, would you and John Katsatomides please consider running? It doesn't matter if you're president or he's president or vice versa. Please think about it. Talk about about it with your family. Talk about it with John Katsatomides. I know you can get in if Trump doesn't win, because I tell you why, Dominic. Even if Trump runs, the other side, you know, the uh, bad side, they're still not going to vote for him because they hate Trump. Hmm. Well... I'm begging you. I'm begging John Katsimatidis, please. Well, John Katsimatidis, the owner-operator of this station, let's hope that he decides to run because he is the man that can turn this country around. And, and, and Eileen, I I thank you for that comment, but I'm serious that Mr. Katsimatidis is the person uh, that can get it with, with his, uh, with his, his wife, uh, Margot Katsimatidis, who would be the first lady if they were elected. But, you know, he has declined uh, uh, running for the recent uh, election for mayor. So, you know, you never know. But, Eileen, I thank you for that. The country the country is not ready for me. And uh, the, reason why, the reason why I say the country is not ready for me, Eileen, is the nonsense stops. <laughs> if, if, if I'm in, um, if I'm in uh, any office... The nonsense would completely stop all the pandering, the the wokeness and so on. But I do thank you for that lovely comment. Thank you and have a great morning, Eileen. Let's go to Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how are you as always? I always listen to you. Then I follow up with... uh... What's the name of that guy after you? Yeah, Frank Morano oh, yeah, is coming Frank, up next. Yeah, Frank, yeah. I'm kidding, yeah. Um, but here's the deal. I, I don't know what good Jill Biden does going over there. I mean, really, it, it's not adding anything to so the— So symb- uh, symbolism, symbolism. Oh, uh, symbolism. No one's interested in symbolism. They're interested in facts on the ground. And as far as people being priced out of the neighborhoods, people are being priced out of a lot of neighborhoods. You could be white, pink, Korean, whatever. Um, that's the nature of that's the nature of real estate. Hey, hey, Michael, I mean, you know what? You're referencing the story in the Boston Globe that I mentioned 
about uh, yeah. African Americans in in predominantly African American communities in Boston. Yeah, they are being priced out. But you're right. Uh, this is something that is affecting um, many many Americans. What's the answer, Michael? How how do we how do we level the playing field? Well, you level the playing field by being promoted within the company that you are working for. Then you can afford to move to another neighborhood. But, 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 hey, but, Michael, and, and I do got to move on after this. But for, in this case, the Boston Globe focused yeah. on African Americans. African Americans that grew up in what were considered predominantly African American communities, and now they're being priced out. Does that mean that Crown Heights can only be lived in by the Jewish population? No, it doesn't. It can't be lived it, in by any other population. Come on, right. Dominic. Hey, you're 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 better than that. Come my, on. Hey, Michael. I do thank you for the call. And, um, of course, Crown Heights uh, happens to be Hasidic and uh, African-American. Let's go to our friend uh, Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. I was thinking about you earlier today. All right, what did I do? <laughs> Am I in trouble? What happened? No, you, you didn't do anything. Um, I, I was just thinking about the fact that um, a lot of our listeners, as you know, um, they don't like your politics. But but I I like your decorum, the way that you carry yourself, at least with me. Now, so, sometimes you can be, you know, a little rough on our listeners. Both of, both of us, absolutely. Uh, but, of but the way but the way you carry yourself with me. Go right ahead, please. Well, uh, remember, ninety nine percent of the people that call here are from the right, are Republicans, and I'm a, I'm literally. Uh, George Custer, <laughs> the little thick horn, if you know what I'm talking about. So the point I'm trying – first of all, the main point is this. Let's talk about the first subject, uh, Mayor Koch. Who cares what anybody thinks? He's dead. Let him rest. He did a great job while he was here. There's people concerning about whether he was gay. Who cares? Does it make a difference anymore? I'm, is I'm this what you. we're interested in? I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm really I mean, with you on that. Stand. I mean, enough for. I mean, let he's he paid his dues. He did the, what he could for the city. Well, let him. He's dead. As all you can do is pick be scavengers and pick on the dead. You ain't too smart to begin with. That's the first thing. The second thing is, Dominic, you're still concerned about uh, COVID. Yes, I you're am. Still, I know, I know. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no, 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 no. You go ahead, Stan. Uh, I guess you're still hesitant about the next booster shot. I understand. You know, with the governor getting it. Okay, the governor sees a lot of people. Bum, 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 bum. We know that. Right. But we also know that uh, this is not going away, this illness. This, this situation is not going away. It'll come back, and it'll come back till there's a cure. And I've talked about this before. Somebody has to come up with it. It'll either be Pfizer or Moderna or both. But we're going to have to live with it. And it is not the flu, and it is not the common cold. Ask the million people who died from it. I don't think they'll say it's the common cold. And whether you're still hesitant, and I hope you get that fourth shot, the booster, please, I, not only I don't beg, but I'm begging because you're a good guy. We fight and argue on politics, but get the shot. I think your wife, I don't know if your wife has pushed you to do it, or she said but she get is. it. Okay, I love her. <laughs> good for her. Go get him. And, uh, and that part of it is important. And so we're going to have to 
to live with it till there's a cure. Those that don't want to live with it, don't want to deal in reality, that's their problem. They want to die, let them die. They want to suffer, let them suffer. I, you know, freedom is a wonderful thing, but you can't, I can't put the, the cough syrup in the throat and say swallow it. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Right. The third thing is, the third thing is uh, the president going to uh, – The first lady. Yeah. But- she didn't – you know, they snuck her in, and what they have to do because of security, sneak her in. Will the pre- – the president might surprise us and go there. I don't think it's necessary that he does go. As you said, symbolism – is important, but I don't think it's necessary. I think right now I'd like to know more about uh, Mr. Putin's cancer. Is it terminal? Is it the surgery he had? What was it? Was it pro- because if it's terminal, Happy New Year. We can all celebrate. But uh, in this case, I'd like to know what this – and this other guy who took over seems to be more like Rasputin. I mean, supposedly he's worse, so we'll see. But those are the three things I wanted to talk about. Well, and I'll have you have a great week. And and you do the same, Stan. Thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. I'm going to go to Byron in the Bronx as it relates to protesting in front of the Supreme Court justices, their homes. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics on this Monday morning. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. I mentioned Byron in the Bronx. Good morning, Byron. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You've got a great show. Thank you. Um, about this issue of Supreme Court uh, 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 Supreme Court justices having um, uh, protests out on their lawns, let me just play devil's advocate. Okay. I'm a retired trial lawyer and former prosecutor out of New Jersey, and I'm not going to take a position one way or the other on the air, but let me just point this out. Supreme Court decisions go directly into the homes of millions of Americans. They don't stop at the front lawn. So perhaps what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, I, I understand that you're you're playing the role, Byron, of, of um, the devil's advocate, but it just seems to me to be un-American. I mean, one, the decision, no matter what way you stand on Roe v. Wade, that's a policy decision, a decision to come from the Supreme Court. I just don't think it's fair to involve family members, neighbors in a situation where you're clearly trying to force the justice to change their point of view. Would you agree with that part or no? No, I would not. Maybe some people who are uninformed think that they can, they can force 
the Supreme Court to change its decision just because some people stood out in front of their lawn and screamed a little bit. I don't think the Supreme Court is going to back down like that. They're right. going to decide what they're going to decide. And, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Just well, as a, and, as and the I appreciate side. that. I appreciate that. And and one thing that um that uh, that for folks that listen, thank you for the call that listen to this show. You you are aware of the fact that I don't just say ABC. I say, well, maybe there's a D, maybe there's an E, and maybe there's an F. Maybe there's a different way of looking at any given situation. John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. As always, good to talk to you. Actually, uh, I have three points. But for, let me first say that uh, I hope Stan regards me as a reasonable Republican because I like to think of my as such. I agree with you. I've been suffering from the second booster shot myself I got Friday, but get that second booster shot. Okay, it's so you important. had yours on Friday? Yes. Okay. And my my left arm has been sore, and uh, it, it hurt a lot yesterday, but I think it's worth it. Uh, bottom line is this. Whatever people feel about what CDC, Fauci, others have done, Ultimately, the party to blame is the People's Republic of China. They have not been forthcoming as to the origins of the disease. They have refused to allow international teams of health experts to investigate the Wuhan lab. They're still stonewalling. So uh, fun- fundamentally speaking, uh, attack them before attacking anyone here in the United States. Um, I-, I will say that I don't know what's going to happen with COVID and I got the vaccine just to be on the safe side, mm-hmm. even though, yes, you know, I'm, I'm suffering a little bit, but I'd rather have that than than wind up in a hospital with a severe case of some unknown variant. Right. Of COVID. Or, or, or in the intensive care unit. But, but, you know, John, just with all the recent information uh, uh, last week with the uh, Johnson and Johnson uh, shot with the FDA, basically pulling it uh, because of a, a extreme blood clot situation. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I heard Stan, I'm listening to you, but I have not gone back yet to get the second booster. Well, uh, I got the Moderna shot. Mm-hmm. So stick with Moderna and Pfizer. They're the, they're the two right. best ones. Right. Let me say something quickly about quickly because I got to move on. About, go ahead. about Ukraine, I'm glad the first lady went. I don't think Biden should go. And if you want to understand why we have to criticize the Russians, even at the cultural front, I suggest they watch tonight 60 Minutes episode about uh, the war being uh, viewed on the uh, stage on the ballet stages around the world. I think it will be eye-opening if people saw okay. that segment tonight in 60 Minutes. Well, I, I will be taking a look, John. Thank you for the call. I haven't seen it yet, 60 Minutes, but I will. Let's go to Dennis in New Jersey. Good morning, Dennis. You're on Talk yes. Radio Hi, 77 Dominic. WABC. 
Good morning. Yes, hi, Dominic. First of all, just as that woman said, I'll settle for you just running for mayor, let alone president, <laughs> Dominic. Okay? So you got what, you got vote number one, just in case. <laughs> okay, anyway, go, Dominic, go right ahead, Dennis. Yeah, the reason I was calling, Dominic, you were talking about the people uh, protesting outside uh, the homes of the, uh, Supreme, of the Supreme Court justices. What kind of society are we now going to live in where people – who have any kind of responsibility, for example, even you as when you were a reporter, politicians, people that run corporations, knowing I take this job and now it's part of the part of the uh, part of the, the nature of the job where people don't like what I'm doing. They come to my house, they threaten me and they threaten my family. Right. It's over for society. I mean, just think where we're heading. Yeah, you protest. And yeah, you know, they, they have a job. You have a job and you make a decision. And because you make a decision and other people don't agree with it, they have a right to disrupt and threaten your lives. This is the United States, I think. I mean, on top of everything else that Joe Biden has destroyed in this country, he's now destroying the, 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 the basics of our own society, where people can't do their job or express an opinion without having their lives threatened. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Dominic? Isn't that what it comes down to? Well, your life is threatened doing your job. And it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. Dennis, I, I thank you for the call. I, I agree with you in our great country. Uh no matter no matter what the court may be ruling, okay, no matter what on any given issue, if you want to protest, you have a right to do so. Knock yourself out twenty four hours a day in front of the Supreme Court, in front of where they work but not where they live. And if you want to look at it this way, look at all the added money that you're costing. I know people don't care about this, but the American taxpayer, because now the homes have to be secured, extra security more than normal has to be in place. I I respect the right if, if you want to, Exercise your First Amendment right if you want to communicate, whatever it may be, but do it in a venue that's accepted by all parties involved. Let's go to Bill. Bill's calling from Philadelphia this morning. Good morning, Bill. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. You are a great uh, host. Well, thank Uh, you. I enjoy it. Let me mention about John Castamatidis. I think he would make a wonderful candidate, but he can't run. He's not a native of of the United States. He was born in Greece. Ah, that's right. That's right. He was seven months old. It was a shame that they have that rule because he would make a great president. I know somebody else that works on your station who would make a good president, but the only problem with her is that she's not well-known enough. That's Lydia. Ah, okay, okay. Lydia uh, is, is very intelligent. I read her posts on Facebook. Mm-hmm. She wrote a post that was so wonderful. She said that uh, happiness is not as the most important thing in 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 life. Well, she she, that, she is Bill, she very talented. But happiness, God, life, and God. Belief in God is more important. Serving others. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill, I, I thank you for the call, and um, and I agree with you. Lydia Serrani is a very talented person, 
And, of course, she is here at WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. I won't ask how's your weekend until tomorrow, but it's troubling <laughs> that we have Supreme Court justice that will lie during the confirmation just to get on board. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, this this leak it's it's, it's bother it's troubling because um, is it okay to just say I'm going to do this and 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 knowing that what you said during your confirmation was just to get you on as a as a Supreme Court judge? It doesn't seem right inside. It's like lying. I went to Sunday school to age 21, but it is what it is. But I don't see nothing wrong with the protesting. I mean, no one's saying not tearing up stuff, you know, um, as, let's see, like what happened at the Capitol, you know, or January 6th. Protesting is, is, is the only way we can voice our opinion, I think. And I don't feel good about the, bo- the booster yet. I don't I don't feel right. I agree. I, I, I say I'm not sure when I'm going to get it, but I'll just stay away from crowds. So, Audrey, let me do a uh, a hypothetical here, all right? This is just a hypothetical. So you and I uh, live next to each other in homes, right? And and let's say we paid uh, uh, a half a million for each house, right? And let's say I'm a public figure in some type of office, it wouldn't bother you if folks were standing on your front lawn protesting with all the live trucks and everything that come along with it and police and so on. That wouldn't bother you? Um, if we're talking about this situation with the Supreme Court, no, it wouldn't. And by the way, five hundred thousand dollars is nothing for a home these days. Right. I, I was hey, Audrey, I was I was I was trying to lowball it. Because I don't, because I don't want folks to think that you know, oh, Dominic, you know his his ego, you know, whatever. So I was trying to lowball the uh, the actual million plus now brownstone. So it's just um whatever they call. But no, it 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 would be long as they're not tearing up anything or you know demonstration is is something that that that, that we have. That's the only thing we have left these days. That's the way I see it. And so, so So, Audrey, but I'm just I want to make sure I got you right. I want to I want to hold your hold you accountable. So we're neighbors, and some folks are protesting me, and you don't have a problem with the live trucks on your property messing up your manicured uh, grass that you spent a lot of money for, and and the protesters uh, uh, possibly urinating on a tree knee. You don't have a problem with any of that. Oh, yes, I do. Now, when you get to the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it difficult right now. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you the reality of what goes on at protests. It's not urinating on people's property. That's not true. Well, well wait, 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 wait. So when they got to go to the bathroom, where do you think they go? Home. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they go home. <laughs> well, Audrey. Audrey, Audrey, I thank you. I thank you for the call. And uh, you have a beautiful morning, um, as always. Let's go to Wilford in Newark, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Good morning. There's a few things you should check about the coronavirus. One of the doctors that worked on that so-called vaccine, Mm -hmm. he said it only affects... 80% 80% of the people, okay? And that now that 20% goes to the hospital. And, and less than one out of 99% be dying from that. But see, now, the news just told you all about people catching it. 
and then everybody dying. And then they were adding people, if you had coronavirus and you got your head chopped off, they put down died from coronavirus. That's why, then as it goes, it gets weaker as it comes. It gets more potent, but it gets weaker. So you notice they stopped talking about deaths. All they're talking about is, you know, hospitals. But they'll put you in the hospital if you just come by to do something, and they'll check you and register you as a hospital. Well, you know, know. Wilfred, no, 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 no. I, 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 I have a problem with just quoting one doctor and not, you know, that that's just me on a personal level. Because when we're only quoting one doctor, that means you can fish for the doctor with the response that you want to hear, and then you put all your credibility into that doctor. Hey, Wilfred, bottom line, have, have you had the uh, vaccine or vaccines, and uh, what do you plan on doing before I move on? Okay, let me speak on that vaccine. They told you the vaccine going to solve everything. Right, you already, you already said that. You already said that. But well, are you going to get, or have you received the vaccine yourself? No. No. And have you had COVID? I might have. You <laughs> but might have. I don't know about it. <laughs> okay, well, well, I appreciate you, and I thank you uh, for your call. Dominic Carter here, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Michael in West Virginia. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning and good show. Well, thank you. Uh, I was calling about uh, Jill Biden and Mm -hmm. her going to uh, Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the... uh, the majority agreement is America stands behind Ukraine. And I'm glad she went over there and everything. But <clears throat> I wonder if anybody has access to her itinerary as to whether or not she's going to go to our southern border and take a look at that map. Hmm. Hmm. That that that's that's that that's a good question. Hey Michael, if if we were in church right now, somebody would say preach. Brother Michael, preach. You're doing good there. Continue. Well, basically, I mean, that's all I've got to say. Okay. All right. I'll let you take up the slack. (laughs) And have a good rest of the show. Thank you, Michael. I'm going to get back on here and turn it back up. Thank you, Michael. That's, That's very kind of you to say, calling this morning from West Virginia. Let's go to Dave in New Jersey before we take a commercial break. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I'm just going to say it flat out. I'm really sick and tired of people calling up and telling, um, you know, people what to do. And, you know, I've been listening to talk show hosts. You know, everyone should get the jab, you know, and I'm really, really sick of it because, you know, more information is coming out. You're second guessing it right now. Okay. And more information is going to come out. Okay. And they've been pushing this for a year and a half now on everyone to get. Okay. Telling everyone what to do. And now this abortion thing comes out now and everyone's flipping out. Right. And it's like a total contradiction. You know, they were telling us what to do for a year and a half, what to what to put into our bodies. And now this abortion thing comes out and it's like, well, now women have rights. You know what I mean? And, and 
you know, it's just like I don't trust anyone. I'm at the point right now, okay, probably the worst thing I ever started doing was listening to politics two years ago because I just saw through everyone. The first impeachment with, with Trump, with Schiff, okay, I'm just looking at this guy and I'm going, this is a shady dude, you know. And right off the bat, I picked it off. And the more I listen to, the, 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 to these people, the more I'm just like, these people are just shady. And I don't trust anyone. I don't trust Trump. I don't trust Biden. You know, listen, you know what I mean? That's, that's where I am right now. And well, I, I, I hey, Dave, about- I hear you. I, I really do hear you. And, um, and frankly, I thank you for the call, Dave. Frankly, I like the word that you just used a couple of times, shady. I really feel that the American people should be that way, should look at, at most of our politicians that way. I really do. Republican, Democrat, Independent. Look at them. Try and see what they are really about and what they are really offering. So, for example, before I take this break, the Ed Koch situation. Now, why his sexual orientation is an issue all these years later, I'll never know. But people that Koch endorsed are now stabbing him in the back and want his name removed from the 59th Street Bridge. He earned that honor serving the city of New York for three terms. And many years after that, as a commentator in in the media, I, I just, and so that's what I mean by the last caller's use of the word shady. That's shady what they're doing to Ed Koch. It's not right. Dominic Carter here, Talk Radio 77 WABC. His sexual orientation, the man's been dead for, what, eight years? And now we want to talk about his sexual orientation? What? What's the big deal? What's the big deal? I was cool with Ed Koch. Ed Koch, I never saw him do one thing in terms of uh, I never saw him approaching an, another man. I I never saw him do anything except for be a nice person to me. So if he's a nice person to me, why do I care whether or not he is gay? What? Oh, let's do this. I see the telephone calls. When we come back, we're going to talk about the story. Uh, I'm going to bring this back up again in the Boston Globe. Uh, People in some communities of Boston, uh, they grew up in that community can no longer afford to live there. But we're going to go to Jennifer in Boston. When we come back, she wants to talk about the protests outside the Supreme Court justices' homes. We'll do that and more. Taking your calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Talk Radio If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And effective immediately to deter fair evasion, bus drivers for the MTA cannot use their rear door of the bus, right, to open the door automatically unless it's an emergency situation. This is according to a memo that was dated just days ago, uh, May 6th, and, and it was sent to all MTA bus drivers so I'm I'm still trying to figure out how this is going to work. So you have uh, people that pay their fares come through the front. And so I believe my interpretation of the email is that if you press the open the door, it the rear door or the middle door, it may open. But can you imagine the lines to get on the bus if they do not? And this is all to deter fair evasion. Perhaps um, perhaps a good thing, but it's being done at, at the expense of the consumer. And you've already uh, got a lot of uh, uh, money to make up for the MTA. So I don't know necessarily if this is the way to do it. I mentioned we're going right back to the telephone calls. Jennifer in Boston, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's always so good to hear you. The nights aren't the same without you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jennifer. And I know Dolce and your wife have more time with you, so I'm sure they're happy. Um, (laughs) Hey, hey, wait, Jennifer, wait, wait, wait. You mentioned my my dog. Wait, wait. I want to ask you a question. So, sure. so I've been, I've, and maybe you know more about dogs than I do, but I've been kind of down lately, right? I've said to mm-hmm. you when you've called that my beloved Doce mm-hmm. is an old man, and I, yeah. I don't know my my Maltese dog. I don't know how much longer he has to go, and it's it's breaking my heart, right? So, mm-hmm. so now, so he sleeps a lot, but he can't like the wood floors in our house. He's having a hard time with his legs are like slipping under him. And so my wife thought it was because his legs were weak because he's a senior citizen and has arthritis. Mm -hmm. But it just hit me tonight that maybe I need to have his nails clipped. Do you know anything about that? Yep. I would suggest both if possible, because I'll tell you this. I went over this with my doctor recently. My dog's, um, well, he's seven and a half months into his 13th year. You know what I mean? He'll be. 13, God willing, in September. Mm-hmm. So I noticed, I noticed when he's waiting at the door for me in the kitchen, it's a tile floor. Yes. And his rear, one of his rear legs or the other will continually start to slide out under yes. him, slide out under yes. him. And, um, they, and the dogs really do struggle at any age, especially if they're moving quickly with the, um, or walking on tile um, in wood. But especially as they're older and their nails, if they're too long, they can't grip. Um, so yeah, you 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 know you can even just call it as a technician at your vet or whatever. But mm-hmm. it is harder for them when they're older because they don't have the leg strength. The vet was explaining it to me. He said it's very normal because I was wondering if he was getting some sort of a, a nerve. You know what I mean? Like 
something was going on, and he said it's very normal. But um, it is okay. good to be able to help them because it is sad to see, as you know it. But believe me, I feel for you when you and, talk about and, it. And Jennifer, I'm going to let you have your say now. But yep. you know, I, that shows how comfortable I am with you because oh, yeah. I, I've I've really been down about my dog. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I'm like. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Part of me says, man up. You know, you're a man, you know. But I'm like, but that's my buddy. That's my dog. And so anyway. Believe me, they're they're the best best friends you could ever have. Mine's losing their vision. Yeah, it sucks. But we love them to bits. And they give us all they have. And uh, we're blessed to have them. And hopefully they feel blessed to have us back. So anyways, real quick, um, um, regarding the uh, protests, um, it's horrible. To me, it's unthinkable that they're doing this at people's homes. It doesn't surprise me, but I think it's unconscionable. But worse than that was what they did at the Catholic churches around the country, um, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York, um, that whatever, some street performer, crackhead Britney or whatever, um, pulling out fake babies and saying, I'm killing my babies, I'm killing my babies. She's in videos of this. I don't know if you saw it. And I then, have it. All the signs that say, uh, God killed his child, why can't I kill mine? Um, I love abortion with like a big heart sign for the love and all the little hearts painted all over the sign. Oh, yeah, people are really feeling it. It's disgusting. We are a soulless nation. We have lost our moral compass. And, and if people want to have abortion in this country, it should be the way it was originally intended, safe. But rare. And it is not. Look what Colorado just passed, Dominic. And I know you're not comfortable. You don't feel like you should have a voice. But I appreciate letting me share my. Colorado has a law. You can kill that baby right up until the day it's due to be delivered. That If someone killed you, you know, in, in an armed assault, if you were murdered by your husband or whatever, they would face two counts of murder. But you can murder that baby. You have no obligation to the life of that child. It's disgraceful. And then um, California is now uh, has legislation pending for post-birth abortion to make that legal. So people don't think we're at a slippery slope. Something, I mean, that the states should be able to handle this. Even, even Rupert Ginsburg thought the law was flawed in the way it was decided. And yet they're, they're putting this out there in her name. And as far as, um, I just think, like I said, people... God help us. God help this country, Dominic. We're in a bad place. We're in a bad place. Because this isn't about safe but rare. I know people when I was younger, much less. Look at Letitia James. Why should you shout your abortion and have people clap for you? What's honorable about that? What's, what's, what is distinguishable about that, that, that you've done a great thing? There's no shame in anybody's game. Everybody puts their own wants, their own needs first. Like I said, we're not in a time where there's not lots of birth control. Not, there's after morning pill, morning after pill. There's lots of things. Uh, people don't want to take care of the business, Dominic. You know, and it's a shame. And um, last but not least, the Boston article. Yes, quickly, I, I please. I didn't read it, but I heard about it. And of course, they don't tell you about the white neighborhoods where people are being priced out. Right. Well, it's, well, it's see, all- that's that. That's a good point, Jennifer. People yeah. are being priced out. Period. Period. And what what Jennifer is referring to is the Boston Globe article in which uh, predominantly African-American communities in Boston, African-Americans there can't afford to buy homes and they have to uh, move to uh, to the to the South Shore. And so I do agree with you that uh, this is something that impacts everyone, Jennifer. 
by the way, the South Shore is very expensive. Don't kid uh, yourself. Okay. <laughs> Look okay. Up you know okay. what I mean? So it's, it's crazy. It's just I heard a bit about it on a local show, and and these people, Dominic, it's, it's the race hustlers, just like you have, just like they're anywhere. They're always trying to pit us against each other. And now, you know, the black and brown communities have it worse than ever. It's it's just the same stuff. People in Boston, all the big money's going in. The rents are sky high, just like in New York. You know, I don't know. Unless what? you're well off to begin with. You know, it's like every white person is well off. You know how many old Irish people or Italian families, North End, et cetera? You know, yes. even if you own a restaurant, I know a guy that owns a beautiful restaurant in the North End. He has like a full, like a full room apartment. He's got two or three kids. Yes. I mean, people are living large. You know. Well, so. Jennifer, I, I I do thank you for the call, and you have a uh, a beautiful morning. Thank you, Jennifer in Boston. Let's go to our friend Karen in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. What's on your mind? Howie, I uh, the thing with the. Uh, it's a right to protest, but they're not protesting. They're bullying. Uh, mm. Something like what Chuck Schumer said uh, in Congress. Uh, I mean, you know, they're going to do this law thing. The politicians are setting the stage for all that's going on here. Their rhetoric, the way they talk. Even this Letitia James, oh, you know, we're not going to go back to the wire and hanger days. And What kind of bullshit is that to say? Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. I mean, you know, when they had that uh, that policeman up in, uh, you know, that killed George Floyd, it was, you know, but this, uh, what was her name, Maxine Waters, you know, one of the senators went out there right after, uh, you know, when they were making their decision mm-hmm. in the court. You know, she, she was making these vocal comments. You don't do that. You know, I mean, we've lost all morals and we've lost all consciousness in this country. It's disgusting. Well, Karen, uh, you do make a um, a good point there and I think about you all the time. Thank you for the call, Karen. When I'm driving back to Rockland County, as I'll be doing in a couple of minutes, I'm joined right now by my colleague, Frank Morano. Hello, Dominic. The other side of midnight, That's right. which starts in four and a half minutes. Be ready. So how was your weekend and what's coming a up? A great weekend. It was uh, my wife's first Mother's Day as a mother. So we That's right. we did some celebrating. That was a lot of fun. And uh, wow. we could have used some better weather on Sunday, but uh, we still had a lot of fun regardless. And, um, you know, I feel like I just left here five minutes ago, you know. <laughs> so so the, it's I love doing this show, but sometimes it seems like the weekend just flies by. And so what do you have? I, I forgot it's your wife's first Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, no, 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 no. We had a great time and uh, uh, got to see my mom. Uh, we went out to Long Island Saturday, saw her mom, saw my stepmother as well. We had a great time. Wow. So what do you have coming up? Well, um, we're going to be following up on some of the points that you've been making regarding this uh, Ed Koch situation and the uh, front page above the fold story in the New York Times on Sunday about it. And, uh, you know, trying to understand maybe history does get served somehow by digging up the sexuality of people that haven't been in office for 30 years. I don't think it does, but we'll explore it and uh, we'll invite listeners to uh, offer a contrary point of view. Every Monday morning we do commendations where I give a little bit of a pat on the back or a shout out to people that have done something laudatory. And uh, we're going to talk with a fellow who has a website called Forgotten New York, which explores all sorts of aspects of New York 
that really don't exist anymore. So I'm looking forward to this. He even does these forgotten New York tours, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, about New York and, uh, of yesteryear. And then uh, my friend Marlena Shivo, who's a regular staple on the program, she's going to be here. She's going to talk about this proposal that's preventing unvaccinated people from attending some proms, uh, young people, high school students, mm. as well as a number of other I heard about interesting that. stories as well. So yes. we're, we're, we gotta, we're loaded for bear for the next four hours. So you and I have about two minutes before mm-hmm. you officially take over. You select the next caller. All right. Well, how about, uh, how about Harriet in Sheepshead Bay? Good morning, Harriet. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Uh, the best and the brightest, both of you. Oh, thank, um, thank you. Gentlemen, uh, I just want to relate some information about the latest information that I I I, I found about uh, the 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 vax. And um, according to Dr. Robert Bartlett, about three weeks ago, they discovered that uh, examining the Pfizer vaccine under the microscope, and they found that it had. Let me write this down here. It had 19 toxic venom V E N O M proteins from the Chinese king cobra and the Chinese crate. That was, I guess, in the original bioweapon in Wuhan. But they found it in the vax, and that was uh, tied to the coronavirus, which makes it highly transmissible. And the point is that uh, venom is very, very toxic, and it causes blood clotting. Uh, And this is a problem with all these vaxes, and I know that President Trump, I'm a Trump supporter, incidentally, <laughs> President Trump received monoclonal antibodies, and monoclonal antibodies are used as an anti-venom antidote. So I think people should just think about taking that, um, the vaxes, because they're problematic, guys. Well, Harriet, I, I thank you for the call. I wish we could continue, but I'm almost out of time. Frank Morano's coming up. How do you stand? I know we only have 20 seconds left as it relates to COVID. What's your, your feeling right now? I, look, I'm vaccinated. I'm very pro-vaccine, but I don't think COVID is a threat right now. I think life should okay. be totally back to normal. But if other people have a different view, then have a different view. As long as you're not imposing those restrictions on me and my lifestyle, so be it. Well, keep it right there, folks. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. I'll be back tomorrow, same time. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.